I kind of piece together what they were kind of trying to say, man, because in a way, God is everything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he, he working through them crackers to save us, in a sense, you know what I'm saying? The evil Smoke that happy. they do. I mean, he made the devil, you understand know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So the evil that they do, it, it, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, it's only supposed to bring something out of us in a way, you know what I'm saying? So is it bad? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it bad that they are the way they are because it's, it, it, it's, it's helping us? It's, it's opening our eyes mm-hmm. to some things, you know what I'm saying? Jack Radio. Jack Radio. 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 Yeah. All praises to the most high for every breath I breathe, every step I take, I see that we've been down from ignorance, stuck in the system that kills every soldier that speaks. From Malcolm to Martin, Tupac Shakur, and they win and they murdered him. See, the snoop was the truth for the youth, so it told me apart when they said he deceased. What the fuck is the problem? Why the fuck are we jobless? How the fuck are we starving? It's 2014 and they murder our teens. Tell me why in the fuck is we marching? We should be marked. Organizing the projects, stop being the targets. Keep flipping this paper, say fuck they Versace, my nigga. Let's get us some power. This country be ours. But it's taken. If you awaken, if each one just teach one and just try to reach one, then we will be taken. We are the gods. You are the goddess. We are the science. They fuel us with hatred and lockers and cages. And then they get rich off the profit. The fuck is you sleep? Our kids gotta eat, and we live by the beat. And them scratch that we chasing this little rat racing enough food to pick up my teeth, there will be no peace. Did a post of streaking, everybody trying to eat. And they go come to the point where the rich is the only thing left that the poor got to eat, my state of jail. Yes, sir. Back again. Back to win, man. You already know it's Jack Radio. Hope everyone's doing well, man. Back with some more consciousness, man. I'm really excited about this one, man, because this brother I have on the podcast, I've been following him on social media for a while, and he's been dropping jewels and really opening my mind up to a whole lot of just deception that we've been taught as human beings. So I was glad and thankful that he was able to give me some time to speak with me, man. I got my brother Jadefre in this thing, man. What's up, brother? What's up, Jay? Hotep. Peace. Hotep. Hotep, brother. So first off, let's talk about your name, man. How do you correctly pronounce it? And what does it mean? First is Jadefre. That's Jed, like you say in um, Jedi. You know the Jedi out of Star Wars? Jed, Death, Ray, or Ra. Jedef Ra or Jedef Ray. Jedef Ray was a fourth dynasty pharaoh. He was the son of Pharaoh Khufu, who was associated with the Great Pyramid of Giza. Uh, he was Khufu's first son, and he reigned for eight years after Khufu. But what happened, he had built his pyramid a bit further to the north at a site called Abu Rawash, and the Arabs knocked it down, a black pyramid. So he's kind of like an obscure pharaoh who history forgot about. People only remember the brothers after him, uh, the brother after him, who was Khafre, and then Khafre had a son called Menkore. So you have the three pyramids associated to Khafre, uh, sorry, Khufu, Khafre, and Menkore. Yeah, but there was one more, but it was built at another site, and that was the first son of Khufu, Jedefre. So Jedefre means enduring like the god Re or the god Ra. Uh, the next part of my name, Memnon. Memnon was the first hero in white people's history, meaning the first hero white people wrote about was a guy who they termed as Memnon in their Greek uh, writings, yeah? 
Memnon was actually Suten Amenhotep III, uh, who reigned from 1390 to 1352 BC, and he was the ninth ruler of the 18th dynasty. Okay, Amunhotep, his other name was Neb Maatra, or Lord of Nubia. Okay, but he was famous. He became so legendary and famous that he ended up with the name Memnon. So I grafted them two names together, the name of the fourth dynasty pharaoh, the son of Khufu, who is Jedefre, and also Memnon, who is the ninth pharaoh of the 18th dynasty in the New Kingdom. <clears throat> so I write under the name Jedefre Memnon. Memnon means mighty. Uh, the KKR, the initials after, is uh, I went through various stages of growth. So they're the names that I had before I came to the name, before I... Uh, was reborn as Jedefre Memnon. KKR stands for Kase Kemre. That means everlasting is the, is the power of Re. Everlasting is the power of Re. Kase Kemre. And then the second piece is Kush, which just means black, like the Asian kingdom Tarseti or Kush or Nubia. Um, and then the R is for Ramesses, but we say Ramesses in our own language. Like Ramesses as a word is a Greek word. Some people say Ramesu or Ramesh, but that's like Asian words. Our word in our own Bantu languages and our own Igbo language is Ramizum Horiangu. And that means uh that means mighty bull of the god Ray. And he who and it also means he who accords life to the nations, okay? So Jedefre Memnon Kase Kemre Kush Ramizun Huriangu. Um, I know it's a bit a lot to say. Yeah, that's a it's tough, man. But I think it's amazing that you know us as Americans we were stripped of that type of knowledge with our names. We were just given our slave masters' names. So I think that's just dope that you have all that wisdom behind your name man that's that's amazing man so speaking of your name man tell us more about you man tell us where you're from first and foremost i'm a um what can i say i'm a creative person and i'm passionate about the history of the true history of the planet uh in this incarnation i incarnated in england uk leicester which is like bang in the middle of england uh, you might know us from the football club that uh, and david ike david ike's born in leicester uh, David Attenborough, he's born in Leicester. Uh, so yeah, I'm from Leicester. I'm passionate about retelling black people's story in our own words, not from the words of non-Africans, <clears throat> okay? Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm Jedefre Memnon. I'm, I'm a creative person. I not only write books, I do lectures, I do music. I do um, also do um, classes with people where I give them assignments where we can... I can encourage them to grow in their knowledge and stuff. Uh, but yeah, anything creative, man, to do with media, writing, speaking. Uh, I'm born in the sign of Sagittarius, which births a lot of philosophers, a lot of people that are heavy with information, a lot of creative people. So there you go in a nutshell. Oh, yeah, man, that definitely sounds like your DNA for sure, man. And you say you're from Leicester, England, and David Icke's from Leicester, England, man. That's crazy, man. I've been following him for years just because he's one of those conspiracy people that really got me on the pursuit of the truth just with the things that he always talks about so that's crazy all from the same place and speaking of england man let's talk about the environment there man i know it's racism here but what is racism like in england you know what it's like um 
is, is very different to the racism that I see on telly with uh, you guys in America. Put it like this. Racism here compared to America is like Tony Blair compared to George Bush. George Bush will tell you straight he's going to come and smoke you out. If you ain't with us, you against us. Tony Blair would lie to you and tell you, yo, Saddam's got some bombs over there and he can push one button and in 15 minutes the whole world's going to blow up and he's got a big suitcase dossier full of stuff to convince you. So the difference is, in England, the racism is um, denied. They act like they're not racist, whereas in America, they're blatantly racist. They don't, they don't mind showing their uh, nationalist kind of ideas and flags and rare, rare. We're over here. Although you get it, like with the EDL, Indish, English Defence League, and the BNP, British National Party, they're very much on a like, you might see them march once a year, but it's kind of like beneath the surface in England. It's kind of institutional. It's kind of like um, they want you to believe they're not racist, but they're racist. Whereas in America, they're racist and they don't mind to, that you know that they're racist. Like, they're, like Donald Trump says, he's telling the Proud Boys to stand by and shit. You won't really get stuff like that in England. You'll get people trying to deny it, trying to go on like racism died a long time ago. So it's very different, but it's just as harsh. Like when you're receiving it, it's just as, um, even though America's more direct with it, it's just as harsh when you get it indirectly, if that makes any sense. No, I can I can definitely understand it, man. It, it, it sounds like it's way more subliminal in comparison to us. And that's probably why we don't see it the same. Because we don't even think about racism even happening in England and America. We know it's, a, a real thing but most black americans in america they ain't even think about racism in, in england you know and that's one of the reasons unification people unifying is necessary black whatever brown all need to come together man but yeah tell us about your publications your past written works and your upcoming projects okay so i established my publishing group in 2018 because i really felt like we needed our own outlet so we could speak unfiltered and uncensored because the content I was coming with, obviously no normal publishing company is going to want to touch the stuff that I, the content that I'm writing about. So in 2018, we established our own publishing company, TZT Publishing Group. And the first writing I put out on there was my own book because it's not, I've not established the company just for my works. It's for anybody who needs a voice to get their works out. You understand? Um, any ethnic minority in a city kind of use, kind of, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I put my book out first, Treasures in the Sun. Uh, I was so excited that I didn't take into account the, the size of the font and all little things like that. So uh, the print was really small, so I revised it. Uh, the first edition's on Amazon UK. The second edition, you can get at me on Facebook or Instagram or email me at memnonkkr360 at gmail.com. Uh, and you can get um, send. I'm doing signed signed copies of the revised edition because I don't I don't feel like putting it on Amazon. I'm gonna look for a better platform, and I'm actually making my own website at the moment. But if you do want the book, that particular book, you can holler at me on Facebook or Instagram, and I'm happy to sign a copy and send it to your address. On the ninth, I have two more books coming out because um, that first book I put out is part of a nine part book series. I've already wrote all nine books. So it's just about composing them properly, proofreading them and stuff. 
So um, I'm about to drop book two and book three. They're going to drop on the 9th. Book two is called Coronation. It's centered around coronavirus and the rioting and the um, 400 year prophecy of black people that you find in Genesis 15, 13. It's about the book of Revelation and the Great Tribulation and Big Brother and all of that shit, aliens, everything tied into one book called Coronation. Coronation simply means the crowning, the crowning inauguration of the real royalty of the planet, the real vicegerents, putting the old world order back in place, which is the black African people. Okay, so them two, and then the second book that's coming out on the same day is called um, The Golden Child. And that's about how do you reconcile the differences between the Israelite doctrine and the Kemetian doctrine. Uh, So that will be uh, book three. And then obviously there'll be more books coming out because there's nine books in the series, yeah? So check it out if you can, man, for real. Support is welcome, man. We need to support each other, especially support black writers and that. If black lives matter, black writers matter too. Absolutely, man. That's real, man, because, you know, growing up, I really didn't read a lot, honestly. And as I've gotten older, I've had more of a desire for knowledge and you get knowledge from books. So that's one of the reasons writers matter and then black writers of course y'all are gonna have a perspective from the oppressed people as opposed from you know the view of the oppressor so real talk so let's talk about this whole bullshit ass coronavirus conspiracy man tell me what your views are on it well you put it in there already the word conspiracy (laughs) exactly Uh, you already know opinion or my view i'm not even gonna say view because when you say view, it's like, it's when you say opinion, that means anybody who ain't even looked into the shit can have a say on it. But my say on it, based on research and based on me coming up with the book Coronation and stuff, is that um, it's another Hegelian dialectic. A Hegelian dialectic means it's a problem, reaction, solution. The problem they had is that they want to push a new world order that nobody's going to just roll over and have. Nobody in the right mind is going to accept it. So what they've been doing for the last, let's say, 50 years, it's not now, they've been like tiptoeing in a new draconian police state, totalitarian, uh, George Orwellian kind of state. And uh, they've tried it at various different intervals. They first tried it in the 1700s with the yellow fever. Uh, That failed. They tried it with the global warming. That failed. They wanted to shut down economies. They both failed. So um, the coronavirus is the latest attempt for them to bring in all of these new bills, measures, laws, and bring in a whole new system because uh, it's a system reset. We're talking financial, we're talking political, we're talking religious, economical. It's a fucking reset. That's all that it is. And yes, there is a virus, but that virus isn't out to kill our people. That virus, remember they call it coronavirus. Corona means crown, yeah? So that crown virus has come for the crown. The crown means the rulers of the world. If I say the crown in England, I'm talking about Buckingham Palace or 10 Downing Street. Do you understand? So the crown virus has come to take out these false rulers. But uh, there is a virus, but the virus isn't no stronger. When it it comes to normal people like me and you, the virus ain't no more stronger than a common cold. Do you understand? And then I'll say lastly to that as well, I'll use the word synthetic virus because viruses are natural. Viruses, your body body makes viruses whenever it's threatened 
by toxins. If you've got toxins in you, it might produce a lot of snot in your sinuses and it comes out in your snot. Or you, you've got a flu and your body, you get really hot, body temperature starts sweating, you sweat it out your pores. Uh, or you might get diarrhea, you might pass it out on the toilet, you might piss it out, you might vomit it out. But viruses are natural. Your body makes a virus so it can get rid of toxins in itself. Any toxins that's not for the greater good or the health of your body gets dealt with by the virus. So the only way you can catch a virus, a, synth a virus, is a synthetic virus, meaning somebody had to give you that synthetically, meaning the only way you can catch this virus they're on about now as uh, carbon people is by taking that vaccine because the viruses are in there. The virus is in the vaccine. You know, that is just ridiculous, man. I knew this was some bullshit as soon as the whole coronavirus hysteria started gaining popularity. And I just knew it was some bullshit. And then I'm going back looking at the timeline of events with Trump and the Davos 2020 shit and all the timing of events. It's just, of course, some sort of conspiracy. Something is not right. So let's talk about uh, on a little more spiritual, mental level, man. Let's talk about black people in America because we've been so indoctrinated and so broken mentally. What do you think our capabilities are given our circumstances? I know we're the dopest in, in terms of genetics and all that stuff, but it feels like it's an uphill battle for us consistently. What do you think our capabilities are? Listen, black people in America or on the moon or in England or in Africa or in Australia or in India are capable of whatever they, they deem themselves capable of. You understand? It's all, look, the universe is mental from the mind of the all, yeah? And black people have forgotten that you are the all. All of us together collectively, we are God. For that answer to that, uh, what are we capable of? First, I would direct black people to, 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 to two books. One of them is The Holy Tablets by Dr. Malachi York. The second one is Black Root Science. Um, both of them are available in PDF form or to read online. Yeah, and then we'll see what we're capable of in terms of carbon 12 turning into carbon 17 and all that shit you'll be seeing on TV with Stan Lee and Marvel and X-Men and Avengers and superheroes and Superman and Superwoman. That's fucking us. Yeah, that's us. That's our powers. Yeah, they're, they're playing with us. And when the sun activates, it's activating now. We will have the opportunity to become supernatural again. Oh, man, that's that's deep, brother. Damn. So let's talk about spirituality again, man. Um, In America, we're all conditioned and raised to be Christian, Baptist, Episcopalian, all of that as black people. What spiritual belief system do you feel that we should all be following right now? I would tell any black person anywhere that the spiritual system that they should be following first and foremost is African spirituality. And African spirituality is broad in itself. So you could pick any because our diaspora is one, fam is one family tree, but it's got loads of branches. And each branch has its various different flavor of how they do things, you see what I'm saying? So any one of them spiritual systems, I will blanket them all by calling them Ma'atian. Ma'atian spiritual systems which go beyond the Torah or the Tanakh, uh, the Bible and the uh, Semite Arab Quran. Yeah, you gotta go beyond them three degrees of Abrahamism back into the spiritual sciences of the earth, which you can find in the Asian culture of Kush and Kemet, 
you can find in the Yucatan Peninsula among the Olmecs and the native tribes, the uh, uh, the Yamasee Indians, the Washita, the Hopi. Uh, you can find it in West Africa, in places like Ghana, Mali, Senegal, Nigeria. Do you know what I'm saying? With your Orishas and stuff like that. All of that stuff is what we should be studying first and foremost because we are the book. So we should be studying everything. I'm not saying don't study Abrahamism and that. Of course, study all of it. But start with yourself. Start with your own genetics, your own DNA, your own tribe, your own bloodline, because we are the book. And don't worry about what you don't know. Go off what you know and you'll be surprised. Dang, brother, all you speak is facts, man. That shit is real. So let's talk about enlightenment, consciousness, man. What would you say the best way for an individual to get knowledge of self in my view the best way for people to find knowledge of self is to start questioning your own beliefs start quest unbiasedly questioning your own belief if you're a muslim start questioning that quran if you're a christian start questioning that bible if you are a jew start questioning that torah or tanakh or talmud or zohar or whatever one yeah or your kabbalah start start questioning the shit and start thinking critically about it you know and that will lead you to knowledge and if you ask because ask stands for a ask s seek k knock and the door will be open so always be on the ask always be asking seeking and knocking on the door of knowledge so that wisdom may open that door to you yeah but it starts by questioning your own paradigms questioning your own beliefs you understand challenging it unbiasedly and truthfully and listening to your answers absolutely man you know it's crazy that you say that because a lot of christians here in america they don't question christianity they know that it's what their parents do and that's just right that's just what you do you do what your parents do don't question it just obey so yeah man give us your social media and how we can find you my social media is jedefrey memnon kkr um, on Facebook and Instagram yeah and y'all can holler at me because um, I'm trying to make a cult following man when I say cult following cult to me means cultivating our culture do you understand because the history of his story is African culture damn my man dropped another bomb on you before we close this one out man but yeah I appreciate you for coming on brother sharing your wisdom man that was real man so I'm going to hit you up soon. Peace out, man. Jadef Ray Memnon, Dragon Slayer for Life. Signing out. Peace. Hotep. Namaste or. Hotep. Already, man. We'll throw it in the mix one more time before we close this one out, man. But you already know, man. It's going down. It's Jack Radio. Jack Radio.
Touching my hot spot, girl. I can't be all up in that cock, girl. I'm running with Michael Watts, girl. This is our world, but you can't tell. Just look at the ice in my bezel. My bread is green, but it ain't stale. TV's in the 600 V12, while it be swell. And I'm slugged up. The chameleon be tatted and thugged up. My money be getting all jealous. You gotta move, I can't be hugged up. They bugged up. Selective sounds, defense is some baller blocker. Watch it, watch it. They knock us, they knock us. Cause we riding in candy red droppers on chopper. You love that, love that. I see your big ass and I love that. Like juvenile, back that ass up in my direction and let me rub that. Switch your house, switch your house, no need to dub that. Go get you some switch your house socks. Go get you some new shoes. Put switch your house on top of your Reebok. Water, if you're trying to get rich, go on and get some switch your house stocks. Cause if it ain't platinum or gold, then it ain't come from that Michael Watts. Water with water, what's happening, Mike Watts? I'm rocking Reebok with some white socks. Paul Wall be wrecking the mic while Michael Watts be Chopping the rice, chopping your, chopping your block up with big dough. We about to go hit us a lick. You best to quit, best to quit running your mouth. Cause my gorilla's been known to kick though. I'm Paul Wall camouflage boy with soldier rack on my crotch. And if we get, if we get in some drama, Damian Davis carry that clock. But Terry, y'all, 
Terry off in the garage bar. He ready and waiting to blast back. Jabari all up in that black lag with the fat bag in his backpack. When a bag crack, we turn heads. My drop be making them gold. I can get, I can get boppers if I roll on spare tires and donuts. Watch be, watch be bringing that chalk back. You bootleggers best to stop. Look out for this, gone for this. Wish a house album in a few months. We boss to drop. They call me, call me Big Watts. Homestead is where you find them. Lost they lost they hate me, hate me, find me, find me, but they can't stop me. All about, all about making the come up. I'm busting on niggas that run up. Gotta stay, gotta stay real, gotta make me a meal, gotta roll in a legs that's bubbed. All about, all about making my paper. I'm all about fucking off hater. Keep me on, keep me on now. I gotta stay on the ground, talk shit, but you can't play the, play Midnight. Seems so nice to me. Start of a new day. And there's no place in this world that I'd rather be in right here with midnight and you. Saha. It started around 1976, back when white folks was the only ones selling bricks. A love Mary Jane was the most you got arrested with. They hit you with some charges, but it really never stick. Back when my daddy was bumping earth when it fired. Blowing earth from the earth and the wind once it hit the fire. We wasn't selling then, shouted we was just the buyers. This was back when blacks first started getting higher. Then something conspired. In the early 80s, this one Ronald Reagan introduced her to that perfect lady. If you cook it right, it's just like you're cooking rice. Now your pockets looking right, then you bought your first Mercedes. Now people getting addicted, mamas having early babies. The streets is getting crazy, so you bought your first 380. <laughs> and that's when niggas started dying every night. So go and sell some weed, cause nigga, this shit can carry life. I'm here to bury white. The I'm here to bury white. I'm here to bury white. Fresh 
Thick like cornbread and I'm ready to pour. 